Yeah, I'm pivoting like a pigeon on a flagpole. Hi, everyone. I'm Ed Garston, and welcome to episode 51 of Tales from the Beat. Well, I bet this happens to you all the time, or at least a few times a year. You've got so much going on at the same time, you're checking LinkedIn to see if there are any out-of-work jugglers looking for a gig. Well, that's what's going on this week here in the Motor City. We've got the Detroit Auto Show, something called the Battery Show. That's become a big deal the last few years since you need batteries to power electric vehicles, so now they have their own show. And then there's the UAW and the Detroit Auto Companies. They're hurrying to try to bang out a new labor contract before the current one expires or else the auto workers are auto walking on the picket line. Now, that doesn't mean the rest of the world's just going to stop and watch what happens, right? So we reporters have to figure out how to cover all this stuff. And PR people representing clients that have nothing to do with these events need to figure out how to service them. Now, I'm a big believer in preparation, and I don't take anything for granted. So what do I do? I still line up a whole bunch of stories in advance because, I mean, honestly, you never know, right? It wouldn't be the first time the auto show had to change dates. Well, that happened at least once during COVID. Now COVID's coming back. So who knows, right? Well, the two sides maybe could have reached a deal on a new contract early. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's never happened. And maybe the uh, battery show is running low on news value. So you have backups, okay? You just get used to pivoting. If not one thing, then it's the other. Like today, I was out at a Hyundai event that I committed to weeks ago. It was for a ribbon cutting on a, on a new safety lab. I had covered the groundbreaking last year, and now it was time to come full circle and catch the opening. Well, sure enough, as soon as I park my car in the lot, my editor pings me. She's asking, could you write a follow-up story? Uh, uh, I had filed a couple of weeks ago on the predicted economic impact of an auto strike. Well, I'm an hour away from my home office, and it's kind of rude to leave a story after you've arrived, although, I mean, you do it. It happens. I mean, it has been done many times, believe me. But okay, I got to make the editor happy. So what do I do? Yeah, I pivot. After gamely listening to the ribbon-cutting speeches, the big top exec is available for a scrum. Well, the first guy asks about the lab, and I'm polite, and I let him get his question in. Uh, but then I change the subject, and I ask him about what concerns he'd have if the domestic automaker shut down because Hyundai does have plants in the U.S. Well, the gentleman gives me great answers, and now I've got a lead for my follow-up story on the contract talks. And then I just politely go, I gotta go, <laughs> and I get in my car and run back home and, and bang the story out. But that's just how news works, right? Something happens, you go with it. Like many years ago, when, when I worked for CNN, we were down in Columbus, Ohio, uh, for some reason covering this giant flower show that was highly publicized, but was financially wilting. We get pinged by the National Assignment Desk in Atlanta. 
Hurricane Andrew heading across the Gulf of Mexico. Get your asses down there. Pivot. Got to go catch a plane for Houston. Well, the flower show people not only understood, they gave us some purple and pink golf umbrellas. Uh, Yeah, not exactly hurricane material, but we appreciated the thought. Actually, brought the umbrellas with us anyway. And mercifully, Hurricane Andrew's winds destroyed them, so we didn't have to bring them back. But we appreciated the thought. Now, for PR people, the pivot, yeah, can be devastating. I mean, I feel for you. The Hyundai PR person was a solid, experienced pro with whom I'd worked with when I flipped to the other team for 11 years at whatever Chrysler was called at the time. Yeah, she was disappointed my story wasn't going to be about the lab necessarily, but I promised to mention it, and I did, at least to explain how I got to talk to the big boss, and she totally understood. One time back during CNN days, we were covering an automotive trade show. A young PR fellow saw our camera, and he said, Oh, could you... Could you interview our CEO? He's right here. He's right here. Could you do it, please? Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, sure. But as soon as we set up our gear and were ready to roll on the interview, that same national desk called and told us to run down to Cincinnati from Detroit to interview someone involved in a sex scandal involving the Catholic Church. Well, we told the young flack we got pulled off the story and poor guy, he actually started to shake. He almost started to cry. All right, what the hell? I told him not to worry. So uh, instructed the camera operator not to roll, but make it look like he was. We called the move shoulder and pretend. I asked the CEO three quick questions and saved the kid's job. We made our plane, and the pivot was successful. Now, for some PR people, the pivot's not so easy. As I mentioned at the top, this week has a lot going on, but I'm still getting pitches about stuff that's totally unrelated. I explained what's going on. Most of the PR people totally understood and made the, uh, I made the probably, probably empty promise that once things settle down, maybe we could revisit their story. Good pivoters, right? Now, some others, though, may be feeling the heat from their bosses or clients, pressed on asking if I could squeeze in their story. Sorry, but uh, I ain't a juice bar. Had to educate them on the pivot and strongly suggest they have a clue what else is going on in the world to avoid looking clueless. Now, personally, I enjoy the pivot because a quick story change, new development, breaking news, it's all part of the game. And that adrenaline rush is almost as invigorating is what happens when you wash down a bag of dark chocolate M&M's with a full caffeine Coke. Puts a little dash in your dendrites. Yeah, change is good. Change is movement. Change is the opposite of boring. And the pivot puts you someplace you weren't previously headed, and that little surprise makes it all fun. So, personally, I'm looking forward to proceeding to the places and events I've placed on my calendar this week, and then, whoosh! getting faced with a last-minute pivot and spinning in a whole new cool direction. Well, that's Tales from the Beat for this week. Thanks a lot for listening. Please comment, share, subscribe. Above all, don't fear what it's time to... Pivot!